This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Oh, hey man, I didn't see you there. This is a podcast where we utilize a random topic generator to dictate the direction of a conversation. I'm one of your hosts. Thanks for joining us. My name's Taika. I'm, I'm sorry. My name's Drew. And, and I think... Is, was Vinny frozen there for a second? I don't know. He's back. It's all good. Uh, hey, Vinny. Hey. Hey, man. How you doing, man? Hey. Hey, man. How do you like my Taika Waititi impression? It's pretty good. I, I like it. It's got the energy. It's got the... Uh, Maybe it's the- a little too breathy. Do you think it's a little too breathy? Hey, 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 man. Gets a little breathy in there. I would say it's a little breathy, but not. it's not off-putting. I mean, I definitely got... I felt the vibe. I felt the energy, the spirit of Taika. You know, you talked about him in the movie Free Guy being this eclectic, zany character, and that's... I feel like that's... That's what I, that's what I just did. But that's what Taika is, too. As a, I feel like that's who he is as a person, as well. Zany. Zany. Yeah, I saw, I did see Free Guy uh, recently in between the last episode and this current episode. And I gotta say, I just, I really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a fun film. As Vinny, uh, Vinny, Vinny knows, he, well, he's very easily entertained. Um, Sure. But it was just entertaining. It's Ryan Reynolds. It's classic Ryan Reynolds. It's you know, elements of Deadpool and, uh, I don't know, he, he narrates a little bit too. How many uh, Aussie button guards out of five do you give it? That's our rating system on the pod, if anybody didn't know, is uh, we rate things in Aussie button guards. How many? I how would ma- say a, I would say, let's, my, my gut said four Aussie button gods. Out of five, okay. Out of five, it feels generous for what the movie is, but I had fun, and I laughed in the movie theater, and I got to eat movie theater popcorn, which everyone knows is it's my favorite, and, um... <laughs> what do you... You get a big soda? Are you a soda guy? You Yes, you get a soda at the movie theater. I do get it. Well, it depends. It really depends, you know? If I'm thirsty, I'll get a soda, uh... Which you know, after eating popcorn, you kind of need need it. I you know, I I when we went, I did the whole shebang. I did candy, I did popcorn, and I did a soda. Ooh, is that a deal? What's that deal called? I I don't think I don't know. I don't know if there's any deals anymore. Just you know, they're like, oh you want oh, okay you want popcorn? Cool 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 cool. Oh you want a soda? Nice awesome yeah. Let's get you soda. Oh you also want candy? Great, great. That'll be $75. It's just, you know. I, I'm all, like, I I love the movie theater. It's a great experience. It's part of my childhood. I love that atmosphere, even though I feel like it's rare that I go to a movie theater, particularly unless it's, I know that it's a nicer one. Most movie theaters in this day and age, if they're older ones, are gross. The floors are sticky. You get, yeah. It's questionable that who sat in the chair before you. It's not like they wipe the chairs down. Maybe they do with COVID. I don't, I don't know, but... Um, I uh, 
I still love it though, regardless of of how gross cinemas are. There's still something mesmerizing about sitting in that giant theater with a bunch of other random strangers. If it's something funny, everybody's having a laugh together. Like I love that energy, particularly on like an opening night of a movie. There's some there's amazing energy in that room, but um. Yeah, we haven't been to a movie theater for a long time, and I, I miss it. My kids have said a few times that they miss it, but maybe someday soon. We've we've made it. I think I've said it before recently, but we've made like Friday or Saturday nights are like our standard family movie nights now, and it's a good old time. We get popcorn. It's not movie theater popcorn, but hey, let's be honest. It's fucking hell of a lot cheaper, mate. Hey, eh? definitely, you're not wrong there, buddy. But yeah, I miss the movie theater. I have this habit. Uh oh. Did Vin Oh, there you are. He's back. Okay. I was like, "Oh, he froze." Uh, I have this habit of getting popcorn uh more popcorn than I need. For sure. I always look at the small and I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's too small. That's like not enough popcorn." And then I get a medium. And then like, "Do you want to upgrade to the large for an extra 50 cents?" I don't know what whatever movie theater I'm going to has British concession stand employees, but <laughs> <laughs> would you like to upgrade to the large yeah it's gonna be 50 cents yeah and then I'm like yeah fuck it 50 cents sure why not and then I, j- I never come close to eating the large popcorn I just get swindled they get me you know and it's like they're making a lot more money 50 cents is like peanuts in the scheme of things but yeah it's peanut sauce it's pe- <laughs> peanut sauce <laughs> <laughs> it's a little in joke people probably didn't understand that um but, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I think I've talked about this too. I, I actually like popcorn, but I grew up with how much we've talked about parents' influence, influence how we are and who we become. And my mum was never a fan of popcorn, so I never really ate popcorn a whole lot growing up. No way I hold that against her, but... Uh, I do. <laughs> but... Uh, Just kidding. I do enjoy popcorn. Don't, we don't really eat it a, a lot, but we do get just like the... Is it Orden Redenbockers? Or- Orville? Is it Orville? Orville? I don't know Orville what his name Redden- is. Or- Orville Redden- Redenbock? I think you're right. Orden, Orden Redden, Redden, Reddendickers? The most white name that you can think of, basically. Orville. No, that, that would be John Smith. That is a very Smith. white name. But Orville does sound like a nerdy white guy, but John yeah. Smith is probably the whitest name I can think of. Um... And we get the the movie theater popcorn, or just the the bag microwave one, and that one's pretty solid. Are you? Do you get butter put onto your popcorn when you go to the movie theaters? Oh, you got to butter that shit up. I want my okay. fingers to be like lubricated. <laughs> That's good. That's good to hear. I get shit for like how much butter I put on my popcorn, but I ask them to layer it. And <laughs> actually, this last time I felt so bad, but this last time. We went to the movie theater, like, the butter right next to the popcorn machine that they were using. The butter machine, like, had run out of butter right when I got up to the counter. I'm like, yeah, I'd like I'd like butter layered, please. And she's like, okay, cool, cool. No, yeah, no problem. She goes over to the popcorn machine, you know, puts a scoop and a half in, and then, like, has to walk across the concession stand to, like, put butter in it. And so she, you know, she puts a scoop in, puts butter, has to walk all the way back to the popcorn maker scoops another scoop of couple scoops of popcorn walks all the way back to the butter machine and i was like at one point i was like hey don't worry about it just put one more scoop on there and then put more butter on it 
So it was just. Oh, I thought it got to the point where like she got pissed off because you're like, oh yeah, yeah, slow slow it down. No, don't pump too fast. No, no, (laughs) pump too fast or I'm gonna (laughs) fucking blow. Um, Yeah, I love I love movie theater popcorn. I gotta yeah. This is a debate that Haley and I have. Are you a Twizzlers guy or a Red Vines guy? Uh, I don't eat them enough to to say one way or another. Uh, I here's the catch, right? I didn't grow up with either of those in Australia, but I knew both of them, and we did get American candy in Australia. There were stores that sold some of some of it, like as a novelty. But Red Vines were more iconic to me because of the Wayne's World movies. Okay. Um. I feel like they have a similar taste. It's definitely different, but they're, mm-hmm. they're on a similar kind of like taste spectrum. I feel like it's texture where they where they differ, right? I feel like red vines are chewier, correct? Where Swizzers are a little bit softer. Would I be correct in saying that? Uh, You would be opposite in saying that. Oh, okay. Twizzlers are, are harder and red vines are softer. But red vines are more hollow, correct? You're getting thinner... Red vines, um, yes, yes, you are correct in saying red vines are more hollow. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had them enough. I've had probably Twizzlers more since I've lived here in the last, like, you know, however many years it is than I have had red vines, but I like the taste. I feel like someone needs to, can you just put that shit in, like, vodka and have red wine, red wine, red, red wine vodka? Can you have red vine vodka? I feel like that would be actually not too bad, right? I feel what about like, like a red, uh, like a red vine rosé? See so what you put in red vines in a rosé and just letting them like steep in there until they like impart flavor on rosé. Sure, yeah. Let's experiment like one day. Let's get weird. I'm. I mean, I'm always down. I'm always down to get weird. Um, what I'm not down for is to ever get weird with our sponsor because I love them so much. <laughs> and they deserve nothing but the most professional and straightforward um, introduction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, company is called Bentec. And they're for real. Established in 1992 and based in Brisbane, Bentec is Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, hand rails, boat rails, aye aye, Captain, and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. Go to www.bentech.com.au to check them out. Thank you, Bentech. Thank Please you. Please visit their site. Hit them up. Get some business. Get some. I want some. I want some new clicks on their site this this week. I want I want some unique users going to that website. Maybe clicking into a product or two, checking it out. Checking it out. Benny Boys for hey, life. Ben. Thank you. Thank you. I Bentech. need you to go to Bentech, man. <laughs> I need you to go. I need you to go order some. Order some handrails for me. It's part of the revolution. <laughs> Do it. Um, Alright, so enough about movie theaters and... Popcorn. The various activities at the movie theater. Um, you have the random topic generator today, don't you? See. 
because I don't have it. So, all right, when you're ready, uh, go ahead and press the button. We'll get going. And this week's random topic is caves. Caves? Caves. Like my anus? <laughs> your anus is a cave. It is a cave inside your body. Do you have bats in there? Sometimes. Sometimes they fall out and cling to my my um, my asshole hairs. What did I learn that I didn't... Or maybe I had heard it before, but you reminded me of it. What? What? It was a... I think it was a podcast topic, was it? What did you... What are those... What are those weird bumps in your anus? Polyps. Polyps, that's right. Are those bats? Are those technically bats in a cave? But yeah, they're, yeah. they're anus bats. Anus bats. Yeah, they, they hang upside down and things get snagged on them. And Drew's yeah. like, sometimes you might have cancer. And I'm like, oh God, that got really sad and depressing all of a sudden. Polyps doesn't sound bad, but when you say anal polyps, that's... <laughs> takes it to another level polyp sounds like a weird subspecies of penguin and the penguins oh the the, the lesser known polyp penguin yes, oh yeah, yeah. The, they're smaller uh, than the emperor penguin the emperor penguin and the polyp penguins often have battles for uh, land space on the ice in the arctic that would be David that would be a key we would have to get David Attenborough to talk about the polyp penguin <laughs> Sometimes they find near the edge of uh, Antarctica, often referred to as the anus of Antarctica. You'll see here that it's a polyp penguin. <laughs> they travel miles and miles through your rectum. David Attenborough. That was a good one. I don't. I don't know if it. I don't, it doesn't feel right. I'll have to refine. No, that's that one, no. I. I. I'm sold. I you sold on it. All right, I'm sold. I, hey, Nat Geo, get at me. I'm David Attenborough. David Attenborough's getting up there too. He's he's no spring chicken. No, I think he it doesn't. It it. Why does Sigourney Weaver narrate so many nature documentaries? I don't know people just got a Do voice. You get that? They just want to um, see. They just want to see two polyp penguins mating to Sigourney Weaver's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. I can't do a Sigourney Weaver. She has a very generic voice to me, so I don't know. Uh, you could do uh, Morgan Freeman has done a couple one, a couple of them too. I feel like hasn't he? Yeah, I know. I feel like I watch one on, or maybe I watch one. It's either on Disney Plus or Apple TV Plus, and it Paul Rudd did the did the narration for that one, which was kind of interesting. Paul Rudd. Yeah, I swear. I swear, maybe I'm smoking some some of the loco weed. I some don't know. The, some of the good good. Um, I swear I watched yeah, I don't some know kind that of I documentary. Could do... Maybe it wasn't Nature, and Paul Rudd uh, narrated it, and I was like, I definitely can't do like a Morgan Freeman impersonation, unfortunately. Right. Um, because that that one that one I feel like if you could do a Morgan Freeman. You would, I mean, you could do it. You could do it all, right? Oh yeah, Morgan Freeman. That that'll take some. That's definitely impressive if you can get away with that. I feel like Paul Rudd did some kind of thing. I'm looking at it because now I'm like, I don't even know do if a, it's true. A Christopher Walken nature documentary. Oh, that would be amazing. 
I would <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. You know, the polyp penguin travels miles across the ice, <laughs> sometimes getting in fights with the emperor penguin. <laughs> this is just the Drew doing voices episode. Sorry. Fuck, yeah. fuck caves. Let's just have Drew do impersonations. We've had Atbra. We've had fucking Christopher Walken. Who else have you done? You've done fucking Taika Waititi. Dude, I brought the, yeah, I brought the episode in with Taika. So, caves are like my favorite because so, they're underground, but they're not. So here's the thing, right? I don't know about you. I, I don't know that Australia has some ridiculous amount of caves, but I've had lots of experiences as a child and maybe into my teens where on school trips and uh, with family, we visited caves. Have you visited a cave? Yeah, I've been in a cave. I feel like I did it like more as a child. Like it was, there's definitely some school trips where it happened where we went to like cave systems and you went down there and they talked about stalactites and stalactites and stalactites are the ones that hang from the roof because they hang on tight. I think that's how you remember. Oh, that's smart. I always called them stalactites. Is that stalactites. wrong? <laughs> you know, one thing I've never forgotten, I remember going to a cave, at, probably as a teenager, for a school trip, right? And we're learning about caves and they're giving us a tour in the cave. Caves are fucking wild, too. And I still remember, I don't know why I remember this, just probably because it's me and my stupid sense of humor, but I remember one kid saying, hey, look, this stalactite looks like a dog's dick. <laughs> oh, no. And I remember everyone's like, oh, look, lipstick. And everybody is just laughing. And the teacher's like, that's not funny. And we're like, no, it's fucking funny. No, but funny. it fucking is. Yeah. And it's still funny. I don't know. I've never forgotten that. That I once saw a stalactite that looked like a dog stick. Do you think that you could go... You know how those guys go, like, cave diving? And you you can get to cooler parts of the cave by, like, squeezing through. Do you know I, what I'm talking uh, about? I'm not claustrophobic, but, like, that just is... that. That's that's where I'm, like... That's wild to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I could fit through pretty comfortably, I'd be okay with it. But when it starts to get where you have to, like, force yourself through, I'm not okay with that. And I'm not claustrophobic by any means, but... You know, like really, fo- if I could get through parts of the cave that were definitely smaller, but like crawling, crawling through a tiny hole that you cannot turn around in, just doesn't sound like a fucking good time. Do you know what I mean? It's exciting. No, it, it sounds terrible. I mean, I'm down to go in caves. I think like caves are incredible. They're amazing. The fact that you you find like, you know there's parts of caves that have never been seen by people before. I mean, that, that the concept of that kind of shit to me is just wild. And then there's like bugs and other animals and shit that live down there. And it's, it's its own ecosystem. I mean, that's just, it's insane. I want nothing. Yeah. I mean, caves are cool, but I just want nothing to do with. Spelunking. Uh, is, that, is that what it's called? I think that's what cave diving, the, 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 uh, the, uh, adventure of going into a cave and like repelling into it if you have to and just adventuring in a cave is called spelunking i believe yeah i'm just i'm just kind of like looking up 
like I'm watching like a compilation of tight fits and it just I mean oh man you know what's even crazier than doing that though is the cave diving that's even yeah, that's wilder because I know there's parts of those caves where it's so dark down there that people get lost and just end up running out of air on their uh, dive tanks and drowning. That's terrible. Suffocating. This may, uh, this 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 literally like I I have z- negative desire to fucking do this. It's not that long. cool. Yeah. I don't know. The I, I I don't disagree with you, but like to see something that no one's ever seen before in this day and age, that that concept is pretty cool. I'll I'll show you something no one's ever seen before. Just get up in my ass. No one's <laughs> ever seen the inside of my ass with and the Drew, naked eye. Drew found his way into his anal cavity and he found he encountered some <laughs> polyp penguins. <laughs> Paula Penguin, far up into the deep reaches of Drew's anus. Drew's anus. Anus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I no, I, I would definitely go going into cave. But when you're crawling through like tiny holes that you can't turn around in, that just sounds. Maybe I do. That's have what some... this looks like. I mean some sub-level of, like, fucking fear of going into tiny spaces. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I do. I, but, yeah, that... Not being able to turn around in something where you can only go straight until you get to that cavern, that's pretty freaky. Or even, like, just say you had to go so far and you realized it didn't open up into a bigger cavern and you had to go back through that hole backwards. Well, yeah, a lot of these... Yeah, exactly. That's like I'm like <laughs> that 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 makes me so uncomfortable thinking about that scenario because that's what these guys like that's what they're doing. Have you ever seen that movie? I think it's called The Descent. You're not a horror guy. I know you're not a I'm horror. I'm not guy. a big horror guy, no. There was a movie that came out maybe early maybe early to like maybe like 2005 to 2010 somewhere in that kind of time frame. It's called The Descent anyway. It's 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 this group of girls that are into spelunking. And they go out and they're like weekend adventure camping and they're going to like rappel into this cave system and explore it. Anyway, uh, there's like some kind of subhuman species that live in this cave system and they basically just start like eating them. That's terrible. Yeah, it's like these cave people that like are nocturnal. They are kind of hu- like they're like humans, though. Well, they're or humanoid, like some... but they've got yeah. like they've lived down there, so they've had the, they've evolved to have the ability to like kind of see in the dark and. Uh, it's it's a great movie just because it plays on, uh, being claustrophobic. Like that's that's that movie. Like you know that there's like minimal lighting, so you know they've got tiny little lights, and you kind of see something move to the side of the camera and. It really plays on that fear, but it's a great movie. It's actually like a really, really good uh, movie. It's a good horror film. Yeah, it's good just because it plays on such a simple thing, but it's right. Yeah, it's it's creepy in this like cave. Well, I guess they're yeah, I guess they're kind of humanoid. I mean, they're kind of like bat people, I guess you would call them. But there's like scenes where they like I think one of them has a camera. And the scenes where they're like turning on the night vision and you see something in the background, but she doesn't know it's there. And it's, 
pretty creepy. But uh, I haven't watched it in a long time. Recommend it. Anybody that likes a bit of like, uh, if our, the descent movie um, creatures are they creatures? I just wrote the descent, and there there's pictures of them. They're like bat people. They're humanoid. Oh, creepy. Yeah, they got kind of bat ears and bat bat kind of rabbit teeth and. They're definitely creepy. They're not vampires or anything, but yeah, it's a great movie. Like if you want, I don't know if you do. You, do you ever watch for Halloween? Like we're coming up to uh, Halloween. A lot of people like to get in that mode of watching something spooky coming into October. Do you ever do that with Haley? No, no, <laughs> we don't. We no. Yeah, she's not a big scary movie person either. Although sometimes I don't know, maybe 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 we do. Maybe we do cuz the last few years like with my dad, we've 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 had like a scary movie night. So we watched like I don't know, what did we watch? We watched like a couple scary movies one night. Conjuring 2. Oh, Conjuring movies great. Um love the Conjuring movies. The the possession of like Emily Rose or something like that, one of those. Um, Conjuring three is pretty fun. It's not as good as the f- one, the first and second one, but the third third Conjuring is worth a watch. Did you see the Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, the TV show? You know, people talked it up, and I started watching. I was like, "This is boring," but I oh, heard I liked it. I maybe I need to follow through. I just what I maybe I got through like an episode and a half, and I was just like, I, I mean, we all know as uh, my dear uncle Rod called me as a child uh, or as an adult that I'm a sick fuck, and I'm definitely I'm I'm very desensitized to horror. Like horror has to be pretty horrific. The only horror movies that I found like continuously hard to watch because they're, they're believable than anything is the Hostel movies. The hostel? Yeah, it's basically like we're backpacking Europe and we're staying in a hostel and what we don't know is the hostel that we're staying in is actually kidnapping people staying in the hostel and basically selling them to people that just want to perform like horrible acts of torture until they murder someone basically. Just sick people that, you know, are getting their getting their thrills out of torturing. But it's a straight up torture film. It's not I guess it has horror elements, but I don't consider it, like, true horror. I would consider it, like, torture. There's some pretty horrific shit that happens in that. Even that, for me, like, some of the scenes in that, I was like, ooh. Because it lends on the side. Like, horror to me has, like, fantastical elements or supernatural elements that I don't associate with, like, real life. That's, for me, the difference between horror is some kind... Not, Not all horror is supernatural i guess but i think there's usually some fantastical element to horror yeah but but the hostel is like believable and that's why is that is that why yeah i mean it's it's a straight up like you know there's people that get kidnapped probably while they travel and they never no one ever finds them and who knows they get caught up in like a prostitution ring or you know get pulled into some kind of like slave thing who knows what the fuck happens to them or maybe they go to some place where they get sold on the black market so people can like torture them like that's where the hostel is fucked up because I feel like that plays on a reality of something that 
probably happens. How do you feel about like the brutal like saw um films um I don't know, like final final was it final destination or no final I don't think I've ever seen a final destination movie. Um I've seen the first saw and I liked it, but it didn't didn't blow my- I feel like there's horror movies that are for people that don't like horror and I feel like Saw was one of those franchises that was like the horror for people that don't like horror because it there's horror elements of that but I think there's a lot of thriller elements to Saw as well even though there's like horrific things happening it's thrilling because like are these people going to get out of this situation right um I liked the first Saw. I couldn't tell you why I never watched the other ones. And maybe because I just, like, was always, like, more of a classic horror fan. But Yeah, I only ever watched maybe, like, bits and pieces of Saw. I, I don't know. The the whole, like... That one, that one, to me, the Saw series is more of just, like, a... I mean, it's, an, it's another, like, torture film, right? You're I mean, to if, make these like crazy decisions. And... If you're feeling up to it, my challenge to you this uh, coming spooky season is to watch The Descent. Okay. It's definitely like. Maybe we can watch it together so you can hold me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me spoon, safe. Spoon me <laughs> while we feel the um, effects of this claustrophobic movie cave. Do you think that there's uh do you think that there's like animals and stuff in caves that we've never seen before? Oh, 100%. I mean, we still find animals on uh, above the surface that are uh you know, we still find shit all the time and that's even wild to me. Even I mean, I to be fair, like I know some of them are like very minor, but the fact that we still find like snakes and spiders in like, you know, the Amazon and a lot of, there's a lot of shit in, I feel like Asian forests that are still like there's a lot of forests in Asia that are untouched I feel like they always find like random subspecies of frogs and stuff like that so yeah undoubtedly there's stuff in caves that I feel like hasn't been seen just like this stuff probably in the sea that you know that we uh we still don't know we don't see but yeah caves caves are wild man like I don't know and then the whole thing of, like, like they find caves where, like, prehistoric animals, like, cr- crawled into there and died and been preserved, like, perfectly. That's incredible to me. And I think there's caves in South America somewhere that have these giant crystals. Mm-hmm. Like, crystals that are, like, you know, the size of cars. Like, they bigger. almost look like... Um... Structures of a building or something. Yeah. Uh, like, that kind of shit is just wild to me that like this stuff's underground would you go ahead sorry go on you ever seen those like pool like water systems in case would you swim in that shit or are you just not into that uh depends on how i have to get there if i'm (laughs) squeezing through any tight spaces fuck no dude this this honestly like watching this video even just like there are a couple instances where just like if i start to think about it like right now this dude is you know, like basically has like six inches of air between him and water, and he's like squeezing through this like oh so he's, tight space for the most part he is submerged yeah 
Yeah, dude, something goes fucking wrong in there. Like, that's it. Right? Like, even... All right, so even your fucking headlamp stops working. Oh, there's no light down there. Right? You're so how are you going to find your total, way up? It's done. It's complete and total darkness. At that point, that's all touch. Yeah, that's wild. Like, just, like, something, like, simple like that. I mean, I'm sure they have, like, extra headlamps and stuff, but... I don't know. You know what I remember from going to caves is like, like in school. And then my dad liked going to caves too. I remember sometimes when I visit my dad on like school holidays, he, if we were on like a little family trip or something, I remember him taking us to like some caves. I remember like when you would like, maybe if there was a little trail that like, can you, we went to the cave that you could go down into. There was caves that were, I guess some natural gases can expel from caves that just i don't know if it's the way the cave system is or whether there's some outlet in ground because obviously we know that you can mine for natural gas right uh and i remember seeing signs everywhere that was basically like no smoking near this like cave entrance and it was like shut off with like a wire mesh because of natural gas Mm -hmm. you know coming from there in case of explosion yeah, that's the other thing too. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would just be crazy. I know. You don't know what's down there. Uh huh. Right. You. Yeah. You just don't know. And then I know with a lot of cave systems that I've been in too, like they're very specific about like how much any dirt or oil in our hands affects that ecosystem, and like even just touching yeah. like the stalactites and stalactites, like you can just fuck the the ecosystem of the cave up by touching shit how sensitive those habitats are yeah it's crazy okay so what have we established this ever we established that drew's not fucking crawling down into a cave just to find this amazing cabin that where he is introduced to a new species that will uh go up your asshole and meet your penguins your polyp penguins. Your polyp penguins. That's how you call the polyp penguins. You do a cooey to call the polyp penguins. You, it's, it's their mating call. Is the cooey in the in the cave of uh, Drusanus? Here you can see the polyps calling to one another for anal sex. They are one of the few species in the wild. That prefers anal sex. <laughs> that reproduce anally. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh look, this polyp penguin is giving birth out of its <laughs> anus. <laughs> anal birth. Oh my god! It's probably easier, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think it... I mean, it can, I've seen some of the shits come out of my ass, so I don't know. <laughs> we know that... We, we know your dog can probably give anal birth pretty easily. My dog? <laughs> Did you tell me about how big your dog shits are? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you talked about on the podcast before about how giant your dog's turns yeah, they are? Can get, they can get pretty big. <laughs> All right, do you think it's time for how much? I do, but I I want you to watch The Descent. That movie is fucked. No, I'm 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 in. I'll do it. It'll be our Halloween it's movie. It's as 
it's it's a fucking spooky movie but it's great i mean and and knowing how uncomfortable you feel after watching just some like pretty tame cave footage <laughs> the descent's probably gonna basically make you wish you're a polar penguin <laughs> <laughs> oh shit all right i'll watch the polar penguins the unof- the unofficial uh mascot of uh the wd the, the wda podcast is the polar penguin i'm gonna have to do it a one yeah i'm down let's see if let's see if you can i want to see you draw the the polar penguin live live stream it <laughs> all right it is time for how much with your host Vinny. Me. Mate. Uh, all right. This one I actually wrote a while ago, but it seems appropriate based on the uh, Pollock Penguin-y type discussion that's carried us through, that's been weaved through this uh, cave-themed episode. Uh, how much to live in Antarctica for a year? A whole year? Yeah, and you can you can take Haley down there. I don't expect you to be uh, alone. I think that's fair that you have a significant other or as in my case my family so you're all in it together or you and Haley are in it together whole year down in Antarctica and the, you know there's 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 work for you there's uh, it's not like you're just going to sit in a fucking cold bunker right. the whole time <laughs> right oh man um, there's only so many times you can make a snow uh, a snowman or lady sure as more as is uh, or a um I think I would do that for like what an experience. Yeah, I think I would do that for like... Hmm. I don't think I would... I, I think enough that like... Enough money that... Because that's an experience yeah. for me. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like I think I'd probably be over it after a year, but I think I would look back on that and be like, that was wild. I mean, how how long? When, when, when researchers go down to Antarctica... They're down there for a they good while. This, like, well, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so I think a year is a fair time. You're going through all the crazy wild seasons. I yeah, man. Um, I mean, there's 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 parts of the year where you like couldn't probably couldn't even go outside, right? Like, it's just so like. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that that's 100 percent true. I think I would do it for like. Is is maybe twenty twenty thousand? Dude. Uh, no, I, I respect that. Is that... I mean, if I, if I have a job still, right? You're saying I still have work down there, which means I'm getting paid, you know, like, fine. So, like, an extra 20K, maybe? Okay. I don't know. Because I was thinking just, like, encompassing of, like, what is, like, a pretty standard, like, salary based on who you are. So, I would say, like, if I'm getting my regular salary on top of that, I would say... I, I would agree, 20 if I wasn't getting a salary, I would say anywhere in the space of like, I'm willing to negotiate, <laughs> but I'm thinking like you can enter into the 60 to a hundred. Yeah. 60 to a hundred K. Yeah. If I wasn't getting paid. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I just, but if I was getting paid and I was getting, and I would do easily do it for 15 to 20 K easily. Because what a wild experience! I think I think there would be like some. I I feel like for me personally, when I'm put in situations that are against what I normally are, like I feel like there's just it kind of breathes life into the, your outlook on things and then creativity and like 
oh, I'm going to read books, and yeah. then you don't fucking read any books. You just watch reruns of That would be, yeah, it would be show. interesting to bring some puzzles down there. I love a good puzzle next to the fire. Ooh. Did you do one? Did you do one in quarantine when quarantine started? Did you do yeah, a puzzle? Yeah, we did like three. Dude, I did an Elvis one that my mom got me as a joke gift. I think she found it at a thrift store or something, and I couldn't finish it. It got it was crazy hard. Like there was just all this blue area, and it was like identical. Yeah, we did a we did a puzzle a while back. It was a Harry Potter puzzle, but like I would say seventy five percent of the puzzle was just black. So you're literally and you finished it. Yeah, it was out. It at was that point. Out, you're just it, looking, dude. For- it was out for like three months. Well, yeah. At that point, you're looking for parts that match. It's not. It's not colors, color. It's not. No, it's. It's not. Yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with the. You're picture. looking for pieces at that point. It's just the pieces, and do they fit together? It that was not fun. That was not. Are you? A good time. Are you classic? For me, like classic jigsaw building is building the. Did you at least the way I was raised doing puzzles is doing the uh, border first. Yes, you have to. Do you also? Do you also group colors as you find them too? Um, if you think it's something? No, not typically. Uh, maybe after the border, I'll start like looking at themes and, and like try to find themes. Yeah, I find the border yeah. first. And then if I don't see anything obvious, I'll start grouping colors that I know are together. Or shapes if I know that that makes up something. And then I just go in. Yeah. Yep. It's a good. It's a good strategy. I like puzzling. All right, so what Drew and I are saying, if someone wants to pay us to both go to Antarctica 40, and we're not getting paid on top of it, okay. Total for both I of us. I think it'd be a wild experience. Wild experience. Maybe would you, could we go down together and, and we could find and name the polyp penguin? Oh, that'll be our trip. We're going to discover the polyp penguin and then we're going to write a scientific paper on it. On the discovery of the polyp penguin. Yep. And, there, and and in there we'll is going to be a question. It was going. We're going to address why it's called the polyp penguin, and it's going to be like, I don't know why not, anal polyps. That's funny. <laughs> I could imagine it dangling, <laughs> dangling from an, from an, an, an noose. All right, yeah, twenty twenty thousand each for for Antarctica. That seems fair. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. You're trip. ready. You, you're ready Bring to do it, it now. Oh, I just think it'd be. I feel like it'd be kind of a crazy experience. I just need to get away and travel like a long time. for like a year. I just need to take a year off and travel to Antarctica, and it's just. <laughs> I just need to be in nature. I just want to be one with the ice, and it's depressing because I know it's the cap. Ice caps are melting, but I want to see it I while just it experience lasts. This. Yeah, until the next Ice Age. Duh. Duh. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, that was How Much With Your Host of Intend. She'll be right. Yeah, we will be all right if we were to be in Antarctica for a year. We would be okay. Yeah. Fucking come back. A year's not that long. We've been in COVID for almost... not. Fucking... It feels like forever. Yeah, we'll both come back and we will be Uno champs. Uno's a good is a good one. Love me some Uno. Yeah, maybe. Did you ever did you ever play the Uno Attack version? 
the one that just like spits out a random am- an amount of cards if you have to draw. You like press a button. No, I've I've oh, seen that, but I've never played it. What a good, what a great game. You 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 have to draw, and then you press a button. And it's just like you just get a bunch of cards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, so if it's draw four, it just spits out some random amount of cards. Yeah. So if you like, if, yeah, if you get like a, or if you can't play, you have to press the button, and it might give you zero, but it also might give you like thirteen. It'll just be like, Ooh. or it'll just like spit out one, and you're like, yes. It's fun. It's fun. I uh, I've tried to teach my kids. I will hold on. I've heard that this is not the rules, but I will hold on to a draw four until the, my last card, basically. That's how I play Uno. I'm giving away my strategy, but I will hold on to that shit. It's like until I'm like I, I basically hold on to it. I know someone's gonna dump it on me, so I can make the next person draw eight. That's that's rude. But I've heard that that's not how you're meant to play. If you had a card that can be played, you're meant to play it apparently. But I will hold on to cards strategically. That's how there's I play. No, there's no uh, reason to not play strategically. You always play strategically. Well, someone told me the other day that if you have a card that can be played, you can't hold on to it. Like, if it's red and you have a draw two, but you want to hold on to that red draw two in case someone else dumps a draw two on you that's another color, then you play it that you're not meant to. You're meant to play the card. But I was like, I don't know. I don't know that that's a rule. The game still works the way we play it anyway. And I raise my kids to play my way. So, you know play, what? If you play it play differently, your way, baby. fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you for supporting my way of playing. You know. <laughs> Anytime. It means the world to me. Anytime. All right, everybody, go to our Instagram page, at Without Definite Aim Podcast. My cats are trying to barge their way in at the end of this podcast. I gotta, I'm got i going to have to go. Uh, Come on, Loki and Clementine. Yeah, please f- join the I'm podcast. Up, dude. Just kidding. I love them. Um, at Without Definite Aim Podcast on Instagram or um, leave us a review, rate, rate, review. Subscribe, rate, Do review it. on. Get should it. be more and. It's not an or. It's an and. Go to our Instagram Instagram yes. page and subscribe, rate, and review our podcasts anywhere you can find podcasts without definite aim. Do Just it. search without D, and usually our <laughs> usually our podcast that's, comes up. That's true. I think as time has gone on, as long as you write without D, we're we're, we're there. there. We're top, there. It, we're the top, we baby. We both have Ds, so I don't, you know, it's not an accurate <laughs> title. That's why it's without definite name, not without Ds. All right, everybody, th- thanks for listening, and we will see you all next week, as always. Bye. G'day, mate. Bye.